What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, this is Shanda Rubin, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have made it through the first week of Australian Open 2021. Man, Bryce, I have enjoyed some really, really good tennis. How about yourself, man? Man, it's been crazy. I mean, it's, we've had some good matches. We've had some uh, crazy upsets. We've had uh, a little drama. We've had a little COVID. We've had a little, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had a little bit of everything this week, you know? Right. What's that song? A little bit of other in your life. Right. I mean, right. come on, man. I mean, what? <laughs> it, it's, it's been crazy, but you know, it's, and the thing is, is what I'm excited about is as good as the first week was, mm-hmm. we are lined up to have a blockbuster second week. Brother, man. Um, I, I can't wait to talk about some of these matchups that are, are starting tonight. Yes. Um, it, it's it's going to be good. So. It is. Absolutely. Cannot wait to jump into that. And for the folks who are listening to this podcast, always want to give a little bit of a shout out to our partners in crime, Locker Room. We are recording this show today on Locker Room. And again, Locker Room is the live audio social networking platform for sports fans. So we, of course, talk a lot of tennis, but there's NBA. There's all these other different sports that you can really get involved with. So if you don't know about it, get that Locker Room app. It's available on iTunes from your Apple Store and uh, get it downloaded. It'll be available on other platforms very shortly. But, hey, if you've got an iPhone or Apple product, get on Locker Room, man, because it's a great way to interact with sports fans and, of course, with us, tennis. And you can do it live like we're doing here. And, uh, yeah, we can have some good, good correspondence and conversation. So always, always think about that Locker Room app because – that's what we're up to. Right, Bryce? Exactly. And what we have been doing until this morning is uh, <laughs> <laughs> at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific <sighs> time, we, we've been doing a daily update, uh, about 45 minutes to an hour, just talking about the results from the day and kind of what the upcoming matches are for the next day. Uh, we were going to actually record this show at 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, at the same time, so that the same people that have been coming every day, we've had a pretty good turnout, would be able to listen to this recording live, but whoo! <laughs> it didn't quite work out that way. Boy, that sleep that sleep monster got a hold of me this morning <laughs> and would not let go. So um, we, we will be back at it tomorrow morning, so if you're listening to this as a podcast, and you're free at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, 
Come on the locker room, find us. We should be out there unless that sleep monster comes back out. <laughs> and uh, we will chat it up about the day's results. Well, so, first of all, brother, I just want to commend you because you have been doing an outstanding job of holding holding down the, the fort. And I mean, like I said, that, that schedule is brutal. To, to watch from afternoon until 3, 4 a.m. our time and then get back up around 8 a.m. to, you know, to do the uh, the daily show with the with the audience is incredible. So kudos to you, my brother. Well, you know, I thought I I was kind of doing this. Oh, I'm going to put myself on Australian time and then I'll be all. And my body was like, boy, you ain't in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) What you trying to do? What you trying to do, son? Come on. This is against nature right here. What you trying to do? (laughs) So anyway, let's get to the tennis because we'll talk about that all day. Yes, sir. One of the things we did in the preview show was that we highlighted, like, before we get to the second week, there were yeah. all these very interesting and, and great matchups we saw in the first and the second and the, potentially the third round. And um, so let's revisit a few of those and, and kind of see how, how they came out. Uh, Where do you want to start, Isaac? Do you want to start on the men or the women? Let's start with the men and let's just go on out there and start with the bank, the the blockbuster. And that's that that Shapovalov versus center. Bryce, I'm trying to tell you, talk about something living up to the hype. I mean, oh my God. I was sitting there just taking in every single point of that match, man. That was, it was incredible. I was shocked. At, as how as to how well both of them played, especially given that Center was just coming off of playing his championship match the day before, uh, it, just incredible, bro. What were your thoughts on that match, bro? Uh, same thing, you know. Watching that match, you know, I felt like okay, we are watching the future of men's tennis yes. right now, and and honestly, <laughs> I don't know whether you call it you know a, a, a curse or you know what, but. I think Center playing that final could have impacted his result against uh, Shapovalov. Yeah. Um, although I had picked Shapovalov before that, I felt more confident in that pick after I saw, you know, Center having to play that final. And, you know, he even looked like he was, I'm not going to say injured, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was worn down for sure. So, right. But right. like you said, they, they absolutely, it absolutely lived up to be the blockbuster first round match that we thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely tell that, um, that, that it, it, to me, Shapovalov having again, Mikhail Yuzny in his, in his box. Now you can see the, the, the benefits that that has brought. I mean, the fact that again, he was coming to the net he was putting away volleys. His ground strokes were, I mean, his ground strokes have always been big, but they just seem to be more solid, more consistent. And I was just incredibly impressed with him. I'm, I'm, I'm a Shapo fan, I have to say. I was really impressed with how he was bringing it in that match, man. And, and you know, and let's just stay on Shapo. Uh, so um, with him winning that match, I definitely, you know, another kind of built up match for him was the third round with his countryman, FAA. Right. And so I thought, and although FAA had looked very good in his first two matches, um, I thought Shapovalov, you know, had better control over his offensive weapons. You know, he had never lost to FAA in a professional match before. And I really thought 
FAA, I'm sorry, that Shapovalov was going to take that match and probably even take it uh, in, in four sets. But FAA said, hold up, wait a minute. No, you know, no, not today, Satan. Not today, um, Satan. Get me behind me. What's your phrase? Get me behind right, get me. Get me behind me. <laughs> and, and like straight sets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that to me was I mean, you know, it could be a couple of things. I mean, we've seen Felix and the fact that Felix, when he's not in a final, he can play. He can play some ball. I mean, (laughs) the boy can the boy can ball. Get him outside of a final and he definitely can play some tennis. But I think, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to chalk this up, honestly, to a couple of things. You have to think about, first of all, that first round that uh, that Shapovala played against center that had to have been not only physically, but emotionally taxing on him to see that in a first round, knowing that that's kind of one of those future you know, kind of matchups that you're going to see, you want to make sure that you you know, that you come on top so that you have that edge going into the next time that you meet up. So I think mentally that was very draining from him. And again, physically to go five sets with someone like center who hits the ball so big. And I mean, both of them are hitting the ball big. There's no way that that, you know, could not have resulted in a little bit of a, of an impact. And I know they, he's young and they got days off and I understand that, but still, it, it plays it's it takes its toll so then when you go against another guy your countryman and you know and you've kind of owned up on him because i believe shapovalov has kind of led the the head-to-head against felix right i think there's, yeah i don't yeah, know I the don't record think, but yeah felix had never beaten him before yeah so i think that you you combine that i don't know that i would say he came into the match comfortable but you know when you know that you've beaten someone and the fact that again you know, you've had all this emotional drain from a couple of days before. I just think that played maybe a little part of it. And like I said, Felix is, you know, he's still out there to prove something. He's like, look, I, it may not be a, <laughs> it's, if it's not a final, I'm, I'm dangerous. So <laughs> watch out. Right. What's your thoughts, bro? Hey, well, and, and actually that final also led me that, that Felix had played leading into the Australian Open also made me think that Shapovalov was going to win because Daniel Evans just used him in that final 6-2, 6-3. And so I'm thinking, yeah, so I'm thinking ain't nothing really changed with FAA. You know, all this playing at Nadal's Academy and Uncle Tony looking at him and changing coaches. I mean, all this stuff is still resulting to the same thing. And, but, uh, no, he, hey, he turned it around. But yes, let's, he did. But as we're talking about the men's future in FAA, FAA in the next round, meaning tonight, mm-hmm. uh, is playing somebody that you and I uh, had become a fan of, and that is the Russian Karatsev. Right. And, and, and let's be really clear. No one, and when I mean no one, I mean not Djokovic, not Nadal, no, no one has been more dominant through the first three rounds than Karatsev. That's right, man. That's right. And we saw him early, early in the year. I forget what tournament it was that we saw him at. Um, but I mean, just, we were like, who is this guy? And where the hell did he come from? I right. mean, it, it was, it's crazy. And and I guess it it's kind of like what we've been saying, bro. It's, it's all about this, you know, Russian surge. And I mm-hmm. guess Karatsev was like, yo, yo, yo. Hey, hey, don't leave me behind. Shit, I got that. I got game two. Right. It's like Daniil, Rublev, Karen, uh, y'all ain't gonna leave me behind. And he strapped strapped his little lasso onto that bus and he he been scooching forward. (laughs) Shit. He's like, uh uh. Bruh, that dude got game. And all I'm gonna say is, how are you just gonna get up on Diego like that? I mean, he, he. 
he was treating Diego like, bitch, you're not the seed. This my seed. He I am treated Diego like he was basic. Maybe. <laughs> like, like he was straight <laughs> up basic. And I, I mean, and so that's why I'm saying <sighs> for all the people right now that are all hyped behind FAA because he got up on Shapovalov. Right. He's going to have to really bring it tonight because Karatsev is nothing to play with. Nothing to play with. That to me is going to be a ball out match. I mean, because both of them are feeling it right now, and they both are again big games. They all have. They both have big strokes. So really and truly, I think it's going to be whoever gets kind of like that first strike. Even though I will give Felix a little bit of an edge as it relates to the movement side, because I think mm-hmm. he moves just a little bit better than Karatsev. But boy, oh boy, Karatsev, no, he can hit them shots. He, he can hit that ball. Right. My gracious, <laughs> FAA is going to have to move being yeah. removed tonight. Because otherwise, he might be relegated to being basic, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> so let's let, let, let's let's keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, a, yeah. A, another first round maybe surprise for us mm-hmm. was Gael Monfils. Yeah, and, and, and it, it it hurt my heart to be honest with you. Because first of all, I was like, okay, what's going on? And then of course the press conference afterwards, and I know that was that's been discussed, but I, it's just it's disappointing that you know from where he was one year ago to now to being you know just not having confidence and and not really believing in himself or his tennis is just it's it's very sad. It's really really sad, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? The good thing is that it looks like he had his moment. Mm-hmm. The match, right. and the next day he was back on the practice courts. He was he had talked to his mama. He had gotten good, <laughs> right? Uh, talk to your mama. Go and talk right. to your mama. Uh, you know, um, Svitolina put her "I'm playing for my man" flag on her back, right? And she got out there and started showing out. <laughs> so I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, this was um, maybe kind of a rock bottom moment for him, right. and and we're going to see him turn it around. Uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I really, really hope so for Gael. Um, yeah, big fan. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we had that one. Um, how? What were your thoughts on that whole Dimit- uh, Grigor Dimitrov uh, Chillage match? You know, I honestly, I don't even know if I even watched that match. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, yeah, I watched a bit of it. And it just surprised me. I don't know. I just, it just like Chilix's game is just definitely, you, you can see that it's, it's definitely taking a dip. Cause yeah, he just, it, I don't know, just point in, point out. And the way he used to slap that forehand is just not quite there anymore. I was really surprised. I thought that he was going to be kind of a five setter and it turned out to be pretty, uh, <laughs> basic. And I love your term. I love that term, basic. <laughs> but you know what? I think sometimes we give people, um, some hype based upon name recognition versus right. how they are actually performing on the court. Because Chillage ain't really been about much in a while. Be true. Very and, true. And, uh, and so you see the names in the first round, Dimitrov versus Chillage. You're like, oh, you know what? You know, there's a Grand Slam champion and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there's Dimitrov. We we like him. And, and, and it just really... It wasn't even it wasn't as good as the two youngsters we had coming up in in the first round. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that one was. eh. So, you know, disappointed that Chillis didn't show up a little bit stronger than that. But kudos to Dimitrov, who has also uh, made it to the fourth round. Yes. um, Okay. Now, speak on that. Speak on Matteo Berrettini. 
let just speak on him for me, if you would. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm telling now. This is going to be an interesting story for us because yes. Mateo Mateo caught all of our attention at the ATP Cup. Right. Because he started showing out and he showed that he was the true number one for Italy. Yes. Uh, wasn't playing around. Um, only lost to Medvedev, which mm-hmm. is understandable. Exactly. And, and so, you know, he came into the Australian Open uh, with a lot of momentum and he was living behind it. Now, my concern is after that blockbuster match he had last night with Hatchinoff, which, right. you know, everybody was all excited about, and it was a good match. It looks like he's a bit injured. Right. Um, and if he is truly injured, and they say it may be a similar type of injury that we're going to talk about Novak having right now, just maybe right. not quite as as bad. Right. You know, the person you don't want to play, <laughs> if you injured, is Stefano Cici Pass. Exactly. Yeah. Because CC Pass will make you feel that injury. Yep. And and he won't be like, sorry, Taylor Fritz. <laughs> yep. <laughs> let, let, let me speak on it. All right. Taylor Fritz, who was playing jo- Novak Djokovic, who could barely move, was dropping his racket when he was running, but was like, let me be a nice guy and just hit the ball straight down the middle of the court so that Djokovic can run me like he normally does. Um, <laughs> CC Pass ain't going to be about that life. No, not he, at all. And and so um, as as well, so the thing, the good news for Berrettini is he has lived up to his seating. Uh, he's done this thing, and if he continues to play like this for the rest, I mean, we hope that he goes ahead and gets well. Right. But if he goes ahead and plays like this for the rest of the year, that's a top 10 guy right there for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like I said, he's finished top 10 before, so he sure isn't afraid of it. So, yeah, I think that he's – I think he found his uh, his muse or his spark or whatever Paul was saying he was lacking. Uh, so, right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, very impressed with uh, Barry Tini. And like I said, the fact that he jumped on Kevin Anderson first round and was like, bye. I mean, just straight sets, bye. And like <laughs> I say, he played and he played Hatchinoff, um, just just so very, very strong. And that was a good match. Again, Hatchinoff still kind of wondering about his mental because there were chances he had in there and similar. He didn't do like Taylor Fritz at least, but I feel like he kind of <laughs> he kind of choked it out though, to be honest with you, because I think he. His mindset was, if I can get this third set, then I think I'll I'll be in a good position to, you know, see how how tender that injury is and maybe get this fourth and fifth. And he just choked it out, in my opinion, in that third uh, in that third set. Because um, right. it wasn't it a breaker as well. Was it seven six or did uh, he get broken? I can't remember. Um, the uh, yeah, I think it was seven. Yeah, I think it was a tiebreaker. Yeah, it was a yeah. tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah, so but. But you know what? But you know, since we're talking about Taylor Fritz, I mean, let's let's just talk about that overall concept of how sorry the American men are. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I mean, seriously, uh, I mean, most of them went out in the first round, and right. and of course, my favorite first round loss by an American man was <laughs> Tennis Sangren to Alex Dimignard, and, <laughs> and and all I'm gonna say is I could have missed that whole match. <laughs> and going straight to match point because when Demon Yard hit him in the mouth at the net, <laughs> mind you, mind you, for payback. Right, it was of, payback of of tennis going at him earlier in the match. Right, you know what? 
you know how you just have the, that good feeling at night, and when you go to bed, you just know it's going to be a good night's sleep? <laughs> That's the way I felt after I saw him pop tennis sanguine in the mouth. So yeah. he sent him home. We saw Riley Opelka uh, uh, yeah. just lose it to his own boy, uh, Taylor Fritz. Just gave it up, man. Gave it up. That was his match. It was on his racket, and he just... Uh, yeah, that was very disappointing. Me being, of course, the the Riley Opelka fan, I was sitting there like, "Are you are you serious, dude?" Yeah, that that was poor. That was a poor showing, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, also, with the Americans, you know, I was not impressed at all with Tiafo in his first round match, but then he shows up against Djokovic, of course. Which kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that should give me hope, or is is it just a matter of? He gets up for the big guys, but can't consistently beat the people that he's supposed that he to be. should be beating. Yeah, a la Kyrgios. I mean, I think it's. I, I honestly feel like that is his 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 kind of mantra. Is yeah, he'll get up for a Federer, Nadal, and 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 Djokovic. I mean, he to me he played really really good tennis. I like the strategy of him trying to bring in that slice. Although Djokovic was like, you realize I got that in my repertoire as well, right? Um, but <laughs> but I like I liked what he brought to the court that day, and it's just about trying to trying to get him to bring that consistently, and that's where the issue is. I just think that he doesn't get up the same way for each match, and that's the problem. His normal is not; it's just not very consistent in my eyes. No, no, not at all. Um, and then you had Sam Query that got smacked up in the first round by Sonego. <laughs> um, Tommy Tommy Paul loses in the sec- second round to to Casper Ruud, which honestly probably that's, isn't a bad loss. That's not know? a bad loss because I you like Casper, and I thought that I was actually looking at that matchup as well. Uh, given that if they both made it out of the first round, I was like, that'll be a good one. So I'm not gonna hold that one against Tommy. And then the one American we actually still have in the tournament is the one right. I just busted on for being so boring is um, Mackie McDonald. And he has had, I mean, to me, the, the win so far was his win in the second round against uh, Chorch. Yes. Yeah. I that did was not, big. Yeah. I didn't expect for him uh, to win that. Um, in the third round, he beat Lloyd Harris, which he should have, because that's what you do. You beat Lloyd Harris. <laughs> but, you know, I, I want to acknowledge, you know, him making it to the fourth round is an amazing accomplishment because he has Medvedev in the next round. Yeah. That's... And and we're going to start singing our boys to men. You right. Know, we're going to start getting our end of the road on because <laughs> on his best day. Best day. Best day. That that That's not that's, that's not going to happen. So, no, no. But congrats for being the only American to make it to the fourth round. I know. That, isn't that impressive? I mean, good kudos for Mackie McDonald. He seems like he's a good guy. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's somebody that I can definitely give, give a hand clap to. So good, good for him. Um, and then I guess the only other one I had mm-hmm. is, um, was Michael Emer. I mean, Mikael yeah, Mikael Emer. Emer, yeah. And he, he performed really well. I mean, taking out Herkic yep. in the first round was a big win. That's um, a good scout. Yep. That was a big scalp he got. And then he played the, the team sensation from Spain, uh, Alcarez, that everybody was hyped about. Mm-hmm. And, and he gave him his whole stay in school speech. <laughs> and then, you know, you didn't know how it was going to go with CeCe Pops because they had been practice partners in quarantine. Right. And we know sometimes that tends to benefit the lower ranked player. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But CC Pass was like, I ain't hearing none of that. He, it, yeah, I was about to say it did for the first set. But after that, he was like, hey, we're going to the bread store. <laughs> Let me get you some breadsticks. Mm, tasty. Oh, <laughs> fella. But no, that's a good showing for him. For him to make the third round I, 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 and to go out to your hit, your hitting partner. I mean, come on. That's that's not that's not bad. I take that. Right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. all about it. So, were there any other highlights from the first week you wanted to 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 mention? I mean, I know there's a little match that involved uh, a local Australian and maybe the number three player in the world. <laughs> maybe that one. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man. Um, you know, you know, and you and I go back and forth and back and forth on this blasted Nick Curios. Um again, he got up for the match because it's Dominic's team. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that they had announced that the the whole shutdown was happening, they knew that this was going to be potentially one of the last matches with fans. I mean, he came out there hype. He came out there, in my opinion, with the right level of energy and and fight, if you will. And I feel like he played a good first – it was a good match all around. But I think he came out with a lot of really good energy. He played to the crowd. I think it shows you why Nick Kyrgios is so blasted popular. It's because right. he's just the hype man. He's just like, look. And like I said, and he's got the game to back it up. It just isn't consistent, <laughs> which is for fans of his, that's where it becomes really, really difficult. So, yeah, he made it through the first two sets and then got to me. I was like, okay, if he can get this, if he can get this third set, he'll be all right. But if he loses the third set, Dominic Team, you know him. <laughs> and shit, Dominic Team is like, bitch, I'm marathon, man. Did you, not, <laughs> did you not see that U.S. Open final? Right. Listen, it ain't over till it's over. And that's exactly what he proved is he was like, okay, I'm just going to scrap back in this. And that's exactly what he did. And he showed why he is number three in the world and why he has a U.S. Open championship. I, Dominic Team was like, not today, son. Mm-mm. And let me tell you what, Dominic Team got a little help because as much as I applauded Curios for the first two sets for the whole, you know, making sure that match was in John Kane Arena, right. you know, all of that stuff. When you start in the heat of the battle trying to hit shots between your leg and you're playing the number three player in the world and you ain't got the match wrapped up yet. Yep. You know, that's what did it. Yep. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. And, and, you know, it just once again speaks to what I consider to be a lack of maturity on uh, Dominic, I mean, on uh, Kyrgios' side. And the reason why I just don't know that I can ever really get behind him being a serious threat in a major. Will he get in there and win two or three rounds and make his noise? Of course he will, but it's just not in him. And I, and I think yep. the sooner we acknowledge acknowledge that, the better. Uh, and, and and to be and absolutely agree with you, hundred percent. To be clear, I don't know that I will ever choose Kyrgios as being my Grand Slam champ. If I ever look at a draw, I, I don't know that I see a day where I'll be like, yep, Kyrgios is going to win this Grand Slam. I, I don't see that. Um, I think that he potentially could because I think he'll sneak up on one and just for whatever reason, I don't know what his motivation will be, but he will he might slide up in there and get a Grand Slam only because, like I said, he's got the talent to do it. But it won't be a planned thing. It's going to definitely be flukish if he is able to ever win one. But no, right. no, you can't. You can't put your coins on on Kyrgios. He's like I said, great entertainment, great to watch, and 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 all that good stuff. But no, 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 I I won't be picking him to win a slam. Not not anytime soon. No, no, not at all. No. So, <laughs> uh, any other men's before we cross over to the women? 
No, no, I think we're good. I think we covered just about everybody that I at least flagged. So no, I think we're good, brother. And we're doing pretty good on time too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, well for the women, let's just start with the first round. There there was stuff started popping off on day one. And right. Unfortunate. one of the more unfortunate pairings that we saw uh mm-hmm. for the first round was Elise Mertens and Layla Fernandez. Right, right. Yeah. I and 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 you if you recall, I was kind of picking that as being like the upset, like, hey, Layla's got that game. She can take it off the ground real quick. Well apparently Elise Mertens heard that and was like, Do you not know I'm doubles partner with Sabalenka? I will take this little girl to the woodshed, friend. And boy, oh boy, did she. She was like, hey, girl, here's your bread. And uh, <laughs> listen, she was like, ain't nobody scared of no Layla Fernandez. Not today. Stay in school. Stay in school. Stay in I, school. I love that. I love that that term, bro. Because you ain't, you ain't ready. You ain't ready for the grown folk yet, man. Yeah, she, she put it on her. And that was kind of surprising for me. What was your thoughts on that, bro? You know what? When I watched that match, it looked like a grown woman playing a girl. Exactly. Yeah. I I mean, that's the way it looked like to me. It just looked like Fernandez was completely and totally outmatched Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. in that match. And and I guess it was because how old is how old is Fernandez? Uh, She's only what, say 18 or 19? She's still a teenager. Oh, yeah. So she, you know. Yeah, so I just it was it it did not the match itself did not live up to the hype like the center uh Shapovlov match did. Correct, correct. And no. um uh, but like you said, you know, she's young, she's hopefully have many, many years ahead of her uh to perform well and and let's let's keep it Let's keep it uh, funky, you know. Elise yeah. Merton, Elise Merton's is still in the tournament. She's like, I ain't going nowhere. She, okay, she was like, listen, y'all, my doubles partner is Sabalenka. If she's still here, I'm still here. Right? What? You know, you're not just going to discount me like that. I don't think so. And, and she has been putting in work. I mean, to me, she, she look, she got a hold of Belinda Bitches and yanked her around. And, and I said, <laughs> I said, well, all right then. You are yeah. serious, ain't you? Yeah. yeah. So no, Elise is bringing some game. So kudos to her, man. I'm 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 not disrespect her like that again, because yeah, she she was definitely offended by uh <laughs> by those comments. Right. Now mm-hmm. the next match for me was actually not a first round match; it was a second <laughs> round match. But I I feel like this match represents a trend that we're gonna see all year long, <laughs> and that is when Kai Kanepi was like, Ooh. you know what? Sophia Kennan or Sonia Kennan or whatever you figure out your name is, you know what? You ain't sneaking up on nobody this year. Nobody. Nobody. I got my good eye on you. And hey, <laughs> uh, uh, look. And and she handled her. She gave it two whole biscuits. Boy. She, two whole biscuits. Dropped her off at the bakery. Like, here. Here, girl. Exactly. Yeah, I think you need this. Go get it. Go get you that whole biscuit. Because <laughs> it's tasty. What? <laughs> you are not going to be a defending champion on my watch. I don't think so. No, no. Man, not at all. I, that was, I mean, yeah. And, and we know. I mean, Kaya Kanepi has always been that dangerous player. She's got yep. big games. She's big, big babe tennis. I mean, she is 
got gain. And so she, like I said, she got out there and she just played big, big tennis. We've heard that the Australian Open courts are a little bit faster this year. So that works better for the power players. And like I said, she just took it to Kenan. She was just like, you, I'm just going to blow you off the court. And that's exactly what she did. Um, yeah. So I think it's what you just said. I think that people have now, they, they, you know, once you become a Grand Slam champion, folks start looking at you and they're just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my scalp. And that's exactly what Kanepi did. And just like Kennan didn't show up, we got to give props to another American that did show up. Because I, I must I must admit, I was a little worried for Coco Golf going up against Jill Teichman again, right. uh, considering, you know, the tight three set win that she had just had over her. Right. Um, but I'm telling you what, Coco Golf came out and she looked ready. Yes, she did. She really did, didn't she? I mean, she got out there and was like, Mm-mm, "We're not, we're not doing that repeat three set performance, Mm-mm. right?" No, nah, sister, we we gonna we gonna we gonna change this up. I got dinner plans. Right. <laughs> now, unfortunately, she had to meet Svitolina next round, who was right. playing for her man, and she she just didn't know what that kind of was <laughs> like. So she, <laughs> she she wasn't ready for that. Right. She's like, I'm a teenager. I don't know about all that love stuff. Apparently. Right. Apparently that gets you real motivated, right? Right, yeah. There was she had not had training for that yet. So <laughs> um, But but you know what? But the thing that we can say about that match that's real good is that even though she lost, she did not play badly. No, she didn't. Smith Alina really played, in my opinion, an, an incredible match. I mean, that's probably the one of the better matches I've seen her play. And like you said, when you got motivation, when you're playing for your man, he didn't been out there in the press conference crying and things. You know, she like she like, no, 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 I got you, boo, I got you. Right. And and so she was like, look, girl, you better get off my court. Anybody scared of you? She, do you not have you not heard of Jim's life? Listen. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> Stay in school, young one. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, in this very same section, though, yeah, there were three first round upsets, or maybe we should say two. Uh, <laughs> we I'm really claim, should say two. I'm a claim two. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's let, so bad. So, so let's start with the one that really wasn't an upset, maybe. Right, it wasn't, and and that's our girl. That's our girl Sloan. I mean. Yeah. I mean, what do you say? I mean, I I just don't even know what you, what you say. Bryce, because we love her. God, we love her. But I just don't know what to say, bro. Well, we knew when we saw the draw that she had Putin Saver in the first round. And this was a problem. Yes, yes. We knew that this was a problem. And we're not really sure what's going on with Sloan. Because you know what? I don't even know that I really want to talk about that match as much as, as I want to talk about the match last night. Okay. Because... She entered the losers tournament, right? Uh, for you know all those people that got stolen in the first couple of days of the <laughs> Australian Open, right? They have a women's tournament, a two fifty that just kicked off last night, and so Sloan is, mm-hmm. is actually seated in that tournament because I guess amongst the losers she's seated, mm-hmm. and she plays somebody who I had never, never. even heard of before, like never. Ain't seen that name before. Never. And got fed. I mean, got drove. And watching the match, when when I say it's one thing to go out there and I see you hustling for balls and and somebody is just really putting it on you. And it's like, okay, they're the better player for the day. Right. Sloan looks like she'd rather be anywhere else than on the (laughs) tennis court right now. 
Right, right. And and that's and that to me is where you need to kind of step back and kind of reevaluate. Because I mean, I, and again, we all know she's she's been going through a lot. Lots been going on from the family perspective. Do do you just step back? Like you said, do you do you do a an Ash Barty and just kind of be like, yo, I gotta I gotta step away and get my motivation back and get my get my mind right or what have you? Because it's it's just it's heartbreaking to see someone of her immense talent just getting spanked up like this. I mean, just being used. I mean, just it's wrong. It's just wrong. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I just saw a message from Miles on on locker room here. Um, he says that lady is Russian. Uh, oh, so she motivated. Right. I'm <laughs> telling you what, y'all. Y'all may be thinking we're overhyping this, but y'all better watch out for Russia and tennis. Russia, right now. yeah. Russia trying going, to step something's it up. Something's going on. Something's they got something in the right water. Now. Something in the water. Trying to tell right. you. <laughs> but still, Sloan is a seasoned veteran Grand Slam champion. I don't. I, I can appreciate this Grand Cheva, whatever, however you pronounce the name. But no, <laughs> right. Sloan, Sloan should not be fed two whole biscuits. I don't give. I don't know. Even if it is the Russian surge, she should not be getting fed. <laughs> right. I, I'm no. It just, I, I refuse to. I cannot accept that. That yeah, she needs to step back and do some reevaluating. So, so like we said, although it may not be technically an upset because Putin Seva was the one who was seated right. in the Australian Open. You know, just whenever, like we said, with, with the Chillish thing, it's the whole name recognition. Sloan Stevens, mm-hmm. someone who's won a major and has been to the finals of another one. Exactly. Um, you, you expect more. Yep. So let's actually talk about the two true upsets right. yep. that were in that section. Yep. And uh, they, they both impacted us pretty big, right? So, yeah, big time. Because I so think the, we both picked both of them to go pretty far. We we sure did. So let's let's start with the one we picked to go the furthest. And I think we both had Victoria Azarenka in the finals. That is correct. And I tell you what, Jessica Pagula was like, you know what? <laughs> Even though my dad's a billionaire, I'm trying to make my own way, and I'm going to start with scalping Victoria Azarenka. <laughs> Exactly. And and why did that why did I not know that, Bryce? I had no idea that she was from this whole billionaire family and the oh, Buffalo Bills. I had absolutely no clue oh, whatsoever. Yeah. Because let me tell you what, that is what actually made me like her in the beginning because I was like Because <laughs> she got billions? <laughs> well, <laughs> well no, but because we we're like, if anybody doesn't need to work hard and fight and try to prove right. I mean, she could just th- she could just live her days being a trust fund baby That's and true. and and be fine with that, right? Right. But right. she's out there fighting, trying to really do her thing, even mm-hmm. though her dad got mad paper. So mad. Uh, right. So props to her. Yeah, yeah, that was that's it's it's kudos to her for sure because like I said, I didn't even know it till I heard it. I was like, God dang, okay. Um, and and then the fact that like I said, she got out there and she played her match, and no, Vika wasn't you know a hundred percent. She was you know locked down and all this other fun stuff. So of course that impacted her. But regardless, Jessica Jess Pagula was like, listen, I don't care what your circumstance is, we're on the court, <laughs> right. and, and I'm bringing my game to you. And apparently, you can't handle it today. So bye, right. Yes, sir. And shout out to Jessica Pagula because she's still in the tournament right now. Yes, she is. Like I said, the American women, they 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 are fighting. You talk about the surge on the Russian side. The American women are trying to get some things done. They well, try they, to do it. 
Well, they need to hold some clinics for the men. Send them Boy. through some drills. Get Boy. them some cones. Right. You know, they, <laughs> they, they, need, they need to help get them together. You know, I just, we need Serena. And them. I mean, Venus can't move right now, so stand there in the middle of court and feed balls. Yeah, you know, we, exactly. We need exactly. you to get them together. Get them right, because boy, oh boy, oh, it's oh, gaps, man, gaps. Right. And then the other upset in that section, somebody forgot to tell uh, Lanovich that this right? was the doubles match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> she was like, listen, Sakari, ain't nobody scared of your little game. I got, I got this <laughs> game, too. Right. Now, don't get it twisted. Uh, well, boy. And it, and it was interesting to hear that Sakari admitted to having nerves. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the expectations, you know, now that... Um, and that's interesting because she seems like such a strong character on mm-hmm. the court. Mm-hmm. Um, but props to her and Sriantek and all these people nowadays right. that are going out in the press that aren't afraid to tell the truth. You that's know? right. That's right. Say, this is, you know, this is what it was. I, I need to work on this. And maybe Sakari will will get her uh, uh, a sports psychologist like Sriantek and right. um, and uh, Svitolina because it's, it's, it seems to be working for yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that's going to be the new trend, bro. I really do, because I think the psychologists will start being a part of uh, the different camps, um, at least for those who are really serious about getting getting, you know, moving up in the rankings and moving up uh, from a standing standpoint. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. So we when we first saw the draw, Isaac, we were like, wow, that bottom half Ooh. is heavy. Hot, right. Heavy. That's like that's like an apple bottom half. Of a draw, exactly. So, but what we didn't know was how disastrous the second round was going to be in that bottom half. Right. And and let's let's just start at the top where we predicted this as well because Mm -hmm. I know every look. I tell you what, if you want to meet somebody that gets hyped over somebody, meet a tennis fan. (laughs) <laughs> because a tennis fan only needs to see you win one set and then they claiming you the next number one player in the world. And so <laughs> Bianca Andrescu, don't get me wrong, she's had some good results, but it was really annoying me that we had people. Bianca hadn't played a match in 15, 16 months, right? right? right. And you had tennis pundits out here saying, calling her a semifinalist, a potential finalist. I mean, crazy. Crazy. Really? Yeah. That really? that to me was not. Yeah. And, and you and I both talked about that. It doesn't. It Again, you got to get out there and show us what you got first. So, yeah, you got all that stuff, all the accolades. But if you haven't played in over a year, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, The only person that I would ever bet on to not play that long and come back and potentially win a grand slam is Serena. Serena. And I'm sorry. And 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 and, and BB just does not have that resume yet. So, no, no. She does not. And she liked no. not to get out the first round <laughs> against Buzanescu. Right. But but she slid out of there. But then you had Shea Sway, who was like, not on my watch. And, and, we, and we talked about that, bruh. Shea Sway is not the one that you want to play. If you have not <laughs> had reps and your game ain't right, if your if you got baby lungs right now, <laughs> if you got baby lungs, baby lungs, you don't want to meet Shay Sway. No, and Shay Sway. What did we say? There must be a real strong bakery in the neighborhood <laughs> because they have been sending folks to the bakery Ooh. on the regular. Hope biscuits um, galore. Yes, yeah. yes. 
So, yeah, so, so, and she did exactly what I expected her to do. She used BB's pace against her, and she uh-huh. just redirected. And like you said, she she moved her around, and unfortunately, BB didn't have enough of that variety that she could rely on and use in order to to, to really affect Chaseway. And Chaseway played a really good match. And like I said, she as well is still in the tournament. So, you know, she she's coming here with some good motivation as well. So just kudos to her. Man. I, just, I just love that lady. I, I really do. I, I love her game. Right. So as tennis fans, as we're starting to get hyped because we feel like this is a little opening in a drawer for the queen. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. There have been two times so far in this tournament that I've teared up. Mm. And the first time we've already talked about was Monfils. Yeah. Watching him in that press conference. That was hard to watch. Yes. But who could who was not affected watching Venus Williams in that match against Ronnie when she in one play? I got to give her props. When you can sprain your mm-hmm. ankle and twist your knee. Right. In the same point. Yeah. It just, oh, yeah. just, I, talk on it, Isaac. I, it, it, it was, it was brutal, man. It was so brutal. And, and, you know, and just when she let out the, 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 the roar, the cry, I was just like, oh man, it just, it just hit my spirit. And I was like, this is not what we need for 40 year old Venus, who is really trying to, you know, kind of wrap up her last year, you know, positively. The last thing you want is an injury to, 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 to dictate, you know, your, your, your story, if you will. Right. Right. Um, And that's all I could think about. I was like, dang it. Um, But, but, you know, true Venus, true champion Venus was like, mm-hmm. wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Um, yep. I'm still going to get out here. I'm mm-hmm. still going to try and swing and, we, mm-hmm. you know, see what. And I just, I just thought that was so commendable. And, and, and of course, I've, you know, I heard about all of the, <laughs> all the things in the Twitter because of the drop shots with, when she dropped shot, I literally wanted to go through the TV and snap it up myself. <laughs> right. I did. Right. Now, and really we got to be fair because we criticized Taylor Fritz for not doing that to Djokovic, but we didn't like seeing it done to our queen. Right. <laughs> it, 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 and that is true. That's a bias. But it's like if if you're up like, you know, six one five love or some mess like that, don't 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 rub it in like that. Just, you're a professional tennis player. You see this person is not going after none. Just play regular tennis and you'll win. Um, it right. Just, to drop shot a serve, I, I just – I'm sorry. I just, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't swallow that, bro. <laughs> right. I, 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 I know. Oh, so but for like, me, when Chaseway got up on her in the next round, I was like, see, there you go. Right. There, there you go. Exactly. But like also the good news and like Miles is saying to us in the, in the chat right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, Venus, you know, is, is, is looking in good spirits, you know, right. and, and obviously that the ankle and the knee are somewhat okay. Cause she was Tootsie Rolling or something in the, <laughs> in, in the daggone uh, store with her sisters. Right. Um, so we look forward to Venus uh, coming back. Yes. But another reason why we had even gotten more hype for Venus was because one of the, the, the major um, hurdles we thought she needed to get through was going to be Kavitova again. Right. And uh, Kirstea had already taken care of that problem for us. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that whole top level was just sort of opening up because you had, you know, again, like you said, you know, uh, Kvitova was 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 was, you know, uh, took the L. And and like I say, just, you know, BB was gone. So it wasn't that. So I I was really kind of getting hyped. But then, like I said, when you twist the the ankle and, and the knee and at the same time, it's like, oh, Jesus. 
Right, right. Yeah, Stuff so. that happens when you're 40. Exactly. And we know. <laughs> we, we know, know all too well. <laughs> all too well. Yeah. So um, a couple of other ones, um, you know, now this one wasn't an upset, but it should have been. Mm-hmm. How did Tomlanovich let that 5-2 lead in the third set against up? against Simona Halep go. I know that again, it it just speaks to the mental aspects of this game as well as the fragility, because to me, she did not step up from a mental standpoint and seize the moment because she had her, she had her. Cause I was watching it at that point. I was like, wow, Halep is about to get upset. And sure enough, Halep locked in and she looked up at Darren Cahill was like, we up in Australia. I'm about to use up this energy and I'm about to get myself right and she locked in, and and, and to me, Tom Yanovich, Tom, Tom if I can say her name right, because you know <laughs> that's where she's from. She right. she to me seized up, and, and she did. And she just and and someone was like, "Thank you very much. I, right. I, I'm about to run this game, these games, and 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 bye." And that's and that was just very disappointing. Yeah, and that was actually another reason why I thought Berrettini was going to be hatched off because he had to fight for his girl's honor. See, right? I mean, we need to start paying more attention to that because when <laughs> when one goes out, apparently the other one gets fired up and be like, "Boo, I got you! I ain't nobody scared of nobody here." So yeah, Berrettini has been he he's doing the thing. I just Bryce, but this injury though, this injury. Uh, I hope it's not as serious. Well, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm telling you what you know. And I'm sorry, I just wanted to quickly go back to oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the, the ladies. Yeah, um, Paul in one of our update shows uh, this week uh, had texted her uh, after the loss, okay. and he said that she was devastated. Oh yeah, I can. And, yeah. Uh, so you know, I I know this may sound mean, but it's good to hear that. Yeah, it, no, it is because you it know, means it meant something. It means it right. meant something to you, and you've got something now to to. Uh, it's a building block, if you will, to motivate you and, and get you going forward. So as long as she doesn't let it, you know, sidetrack her, she definitely can use that as positive motivation. Especially looking at what Berrettini is doing, she should be motivated. Right, right. And so, speaking of Paul, I wanted to bring this up because he had a message for you. Okay, uh, a message for us, actually. I should oh, say. Okay. Second round, Rabakina, <laughs> Pharaoh. See, here, here, here he go. All I know is she got past Beers uh, Vanareva, so that was, in my opinion, a good job on her part. Yes, Pharaoh did step up on her. I don't know what that was all about, um, but yeah, she did. So, well, I, I, I want to add something to this because you know I, I had been watching Rabakina, and and when we watched her in Abu Dhabi. She was looking amazing. It was like, you know, people need to be checking for what section of the draw she's going to be in at the Australian. Right. And I watched both of her matches in the Australian, the Zavonareva mm-hmm. and the Pharaoh one. Yeah. And in both of those matches, to me, she did not hit with the confidence and the aggression that she was in Abu Dhabi. I don't know if it's because it's a major type thing or grand slam type thing for her, but she looked tentative mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I let the first round pass because it was like, okay, it was Zavana Reva, you know, this is, you know, uh, a champion, previous number two player in the world. It may have been even somebody she looked up to back in the day. Right. Right. So right. I'm like, okay, maybe that played something into it. But when she looked the same way against Farrell, mm-hmm. 
You knew something I, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure what that's all about because she's got mad skills. But, you know, if your mind ain't right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. If your mind ain't right, it can it can definitely cause you to take an L. So we'll, we'll see. I still am on the Rebacana train. I, yeah, I'm not, mm-hmm, not going to step off of it. She's mm-hmm. still on my squad and I'm going to be behind her. And I, I, I still feel like this is going to be a very good breakout year for her. So I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm still there. Yeah, she's on my squad, too. She just may be playing JV for a little while. Just for a little she, bit. But she on, she on the squad. That's so, right. look, are there any other women's matches that you wanted to highlight from the first week? No, not really. I think everything was pretty straightforward. I mean, the only mention I will say is o- Osaka's looking good, man. She's she's looking real. Look. <laughs> right? Osaka knows that she's the face of the WTA right now. She does. Yes. Yes. And yes. Uh, and and she's wearing it well. You know, I made me pull my debarge out, but you know, <laughs> she, she's wearing it well right now. And uh, I'm I'm excited to see how she does all year long. I agree, hundred percent. Agree completely. So yeah, that was the only other one uh, that I kind of just wanted to mention the fact that she's been rolling through at a very nice uh, nice pace. Right. So let's let's face the music a little bit now. Yeah. You know, you and I made our picks and we had some differences, some differences early. Yes. And but we were very similar toward the end. But as I was reviewing, although there were some upsets, we're mm-hmm. still looking pretty good. I think. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, not bad at all. Because if we look at the round of 16, go through your top half. Who'd you have? Uh, for me, the the. Well, I don't have my round of sixteen. I oh, have my uh, quarter. I have the quarterfinals. Oh, but, okay, gotcha. But 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 I'll say it to you like this: mm-hmm. I have seven of my eight quarterfinalists still on the men's side. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I have one, two. Oh, I have half. I have four of my eight women. Oh, okay. for the quarterfinals. Let me look and see what I've got. I've got one, two, three, so, four, five. Oh yeah, I've got six of the eight guys for the quarters that are still still good. And my quarters I got here one, two, three, four. Oh boy. Yeah, I got <laughs> my my women are yeah, not I just got four. So yeah, you're doing better than me, brother. Uh well, and we're very, very similar because like we said, going towards the end, we were kind of picking the same people. So having watched the first week. Um, are you looking, are you making any changes? Are you, who, who at this point, let's do a semi. Mm-hmm. A semi finals. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thing. So, um, who you want to start with? Uh, let's start with the, let's start with the men. Okay. All right. So semis, I had Novak versus team. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very concerned about that injury for Novak. Um, so I am going to swap Novak for Milos Raonic. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think it will end up being Milos against team in the semis. I still feel like, oh, see, now seeing that messes me up because I actually picked Novak to make the finals, but then he's going to lose. So now I'm going to pick team instead of Novak to go to the finals. Uh, but okay. I still am, I'm still stick, sticking with Daniil. 
Um, okay. and, and below just about everybody, I still have, I'm sticking with that. So I believe it's going to be Rublev versus Daniil and mm-hmm. CC Paz versus Rafa. That was my, uh, that was my quarters and I'm sticking to that on the bottom half and sticking with my prediction of Daniil, CC Paz, Daniil makes the final and Daniil takes the championship. How about you? Okay. Okay. Um, great. I'm just like you because of the injury, um, situation with Novak, um, I am now going to pick actually Zarif okay. to to make the the semifinals against Team, mm-hmm. and I expect for Team to to completely have a U.S. Open flashback, except, <laughs> except for it ain't going to go five sets. Right, right. And I still have Team making the finals as I originally stated. Yep. On the bottom, like you said, nothing changes for me. I had a Medvedev meeting Nadal in the semis mm-hmm. and Medvedev advancing to the finals against team. So it sounds like we both have Medvedev and team now yes. in the finals. Yep. And I think we both have Medvedev winning. That is correct. All right. So you heard it here. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a, a BOT pick. That's right, right there. That's your BOT pick. So let's talk about the women. Yes. Yes. So now for the women, I actually had, for my quarters. Oh no, we said semis. So I had Barty versus Vika mm-hmm. in the semis and I had Osaka versus Serena on the bottom. I'm not changing the bottom half whatsoever. I think right. so- Osaka will, will, will get to the semis. I think it will be her against Serena. I think Serena takes out Osaka, goes to the final and wins. I actually am going to put my money on Barty. Okay. Yeah, I think Barty's going to take out. I don't know who am I going to pick on that bottom on that area there. Um, hell, who knows? It could be Jessica Pagula. Um, actually, I did kind of have Brady, so I should I should stick with that. I'm going to stick with Brady. I'm going to go with a a Barty Brady semifinal, and I'm going to pick Barty to make the final against Serena, and I pick Serena. How about you? All right. So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be very similar. I'm very torn. I'm very torn because I had Barty versus Azarenka in the semis up top. So, obviously, I have to replace um, Azarenka. And, you know, I'm going with Fitalina. I'm going with Fitalina. I think Fitalina is going to come through there. I know Brady uh, is looking good and all that. But, once again, Fitalina... She got her a uh, sports psychologist now, yeah. and she playing for her man. So those, uh, I think that's going to propel her to do well. That's a good pick. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point and a good pick. Um, now that top, I want to say Barty. I want to keep Barty, but I don't know why I have this feeling that Shelby Rogers is going to be like, you know what? I got tricks for you, Ash Barty. <laughs> and I'm not sure how serious or not this sky issue is. Oh, with right. Barty. Right. Um, but against me kind of feeling this whole Shelby Rogers thing, just because she ain't really been there before and she's never really done it before, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with Barty. So I'm going to say Barty, Svitolina up top. Exactly gotcha. like you, not changing a single thing on the bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. I have Osaka versus Serena. Although I'm going to tell you what that match tonight between Muguruza and Osaka, yeah, that's going to be the truth. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see that. But I expect for Osaka to get through that. I can't believe they've never played before. I know, um, right? 
And I'm looking at a Serena. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going with a Serena Spitalina final. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm yeah. step. I'm a step out there and go with that uh, because I need Serena to get 24. And Serena don't care if you're playing for your man. She don't care <laughs> if you got a sports psychologist, a podiatrist, uh, what, whatever you got. Oh, love it. Serena <laughs> is coming for that nugget. So uh, I'm going Serena, Svitolina in the finals with Serena for the victory. Nice. There you go. Well, there you have it, man. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're still pretty consistent with who we picked initially. We're sticking with our picks. Here we are. So, hey, um, we've got a few people out there. We want to we've got a few minutes here. We want to take an opportunity. Anybody want to come up, join us and share if they have different thoughts about how they see the finals? OK, there's Miles. Oh, hey, Miles, I thought he was saying bye. No. <laughs> I was, can I explain why I said bye? Oh, well, sure. There is no way I see Spitalina getting to a Grand Slam final. <laughs> this, I, 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 this, not this Grand Slam. <laughs> nope. Oh, I, no, that's funny. Okay, yeah, I thought he was just logging off. I was like, okay. <laughs> he, he took offense. Yeah, I He's just like, Spitalina? Especially with the way Brady is Playing, I actually want to see a Brady Pagula quarterfinal, and hey, that Pagula would have to beat Svitolina. So yeah, Svitolina. I'm surprised she handled uh, Putin Seva as easily as she did, but Putin Seva is a head case. But Svitolina yeah. ain't. She's not getting to the, to this final. If she didn't get to that final at Roland Garros, she's not getting to this one. Hey, look, you got to make bold predictions. And I, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, sometimes you got to be careful of picking these people that ain't ain't been there. And yeah, that that's true. If anything, I I would be bold enough to pick Shelby Rogers getting to the final. Right. Yeah, and I can you know what? I don't know. She looks why. good. She looks I don't really know good. Why I she got looks this good. feeling. I don't know why I got this feeling about Shelby Rogers that she's trying to break out in this tournament. Oh, she is. I agree. She is. She's about to give Barty all she can handle when they play tomorrow. I agree. Agree with that, Miles. Like I said, I'm picking Barty to get through, but that ain't gonna be an easy match. I'm telling Not you right all. now. No, they just yeah, played a three setter with a with a match tiebreak in that Melbourne Summer Series tournament. That, that's right. So it could have gone any way. So Shelby ain't scared of her. She like, listen, I ain't scared of you. Mm. <laughs> so what do you think about the men? The men, you guys mentioned Berrettini, and I'm actually very, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised to see him playing better. The injury does give me concern. A player yeah. or a matchup, I'm actually interested to see. That's kind of like a, a futuristic, a futuristic men's uh, matchup in the future is this Rublev Casper Rude matchup. For yeah. some reason, I like Casper Rude's swagger around the court and Rublev mm-hmm. for that matter. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that matchup, and I'm interested to see uh, tonight what Felix does against Karatsev because Ooh. I'm giving Ooh. I'm giving you guys total credit for putting me on Karatsev. I had no <laughs> idea what Mr. Karate was out there doing until, <laughs> until I saw like the beat down on Diego. <laughs> right? Diego looked flustered out there. I was like, he did. Right. Karatsev, but he's he's talk about a late bloomer. He Boy. is 27, and this is his very first Grand Slam. It is. It Amazing. Is. And you Isn't know it what? crazy? And I think Schwartz looks and saw he was from Russia, and his name was not Rublev, no <laughs> no Medvedev, and was like, you know, I'm going to go out here and just do my Diego thing. And 
and Kratz was like, you are not ready. You're not ready yeah, for I'm, this. I'm interested in also seeing the Fognini Nadal matchup. I know we all know Fognini. Yes. yes. Some problems Fire. to Nadal. Yes. Yes. I was hoping I would get a, a Demonor Nadal fourth round, but hey, you know, Demonor did what he had to do and knock him sanguine in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. He did exactly. his job. Yeah. I'll he fought the good fight. Yeah. But you know what? I wanted to go back to your, you were talking about uh, Rublev and Rude. And I agree with you. I do think that is a a future type matchup. The only thing I worry about, though, with that is can can Rude take that heat from Rublev? Um, Best three out of five? Maybe not on this fast surface this year. But I think that's a matchup that Rude would would eventually like. Because I think Rude... Mm -hmm. He gives a little bit more variety than Rublev does. And can I speak on just one thing? I think that where he will get up on him would be at the on clay because Rude plays very well on the clay. Yep. So if you see Rude against against um, our boy Rublev on clay, I would definitely give Rude the advantage for for sure. Another player that just popped out to me when I'm looking at the draw on the men's side is Alexander Zverev. He is surprisingly playing solid tennis with all the things that kind of loom over his head. He has a nice matchup against uh, Dusan Livish that is winnable to put him in the quarterfinals. And he made the semifinals last oh. uh, last go around in 2020. You know, he's, if we're, if we're mentioning uh, Djokovic, you know, not pulling through with an injury, he would be a potential uh, quarterfinal for Djokovic if he gets through roundage. And, you know, Zverev could find his way to the semifinals against team. You guys were saying that earlier, and I I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I wouldn't mind seeing that. So, look, look. I was about to say, so what we need to do when we get off of this call is we need to all touch and agree (laughs) that Dusan Lovic needs to take out Alexander Zverev. He needs to do his job, yes. He ain't been sharp. As sharp this year as he was last year in the beginning of the year, but he's got his opportunity now. He's hung in there. He's got his opportunity. He 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 need to do the good work. Yeah, right. as long as Varev is wearing that sleeveless shirt, he should be less intimidating to anybody across the board. Because <laughs> I would I would look across that and be like, he ain't doing nothing, especially with that sixty-five miles per hour second serve. Right. Right. But let me ask you both this question. So I got to pose this question to both of you because you may have talked about it on the morning show and I missed it. But here's my question to you both. With everything that has gone on with Zverev, he still seems to be popular amongst people. And did y'all speak on the whole Venus talking about go get it? Uh, support comment. I need y'all to help me understand. I think where, where do I sit with that before, Where actually. do I sit with him, guys? I need y'all's help because I don't know where to sit with him now. Because I was <laughs> mad with him because of the domestic stuff, but now with Venus stepping out there talking about you, hey, go get it. I'm trying to figure out: do I like the guy or don't I? Speak on it, please. I don't well, know. Let, let I, me I jump out flustered. there. Let me jump out there. So I have I have uh, a couple of different perspectives here. So number one, and 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 and. Look, you talk about, you know, all that Zerv has done and you still got people that like him. Well, we got 74 million people in this country. OK, I'm going to leave that alone. Hey, well, now, well, the, the, hey, you're, not, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm with you. Right, you're so, right. All right. But the other thing is speaking about Venus's comment and, and about go get it was um, somebody brought it to my attention that if you look at that that full thread, that thread did not start with Zerv. It's I forgot who it started with, but it was basically a German team thing. 
Okay. So it, it was less Zerve than it was to the German team. Okay. Uh, so, so, but the way that the screenshot was, it made it look like it was just Zerve, and then Venus was responding. But right. y'all know Venus. Venus just likes to be in the crowd and kind of give positive vibes to people when she can. I really don't think she was. I really don't think she's like in the Zverev camp, like pushing for right. him, you know, as a number one fan. I think she was just supporting good tennis, which Zverev can play sometimes. I think, okay. you know, I think that's kind of what she went at it with that angle. Okay. But I, I do feel flustered, Isaac, when it comes to supporting Zverev because, like, I, I see, I see him kind of, you know, grabbing the mantle of the future of men's tennis in a way. Oh, yeah. He just, he just comes with so much extra stuff. So extra baggage. Yeah, extra he stuff showed... that makes it hard. Yeah, Exactly. He's very much a Djokovic. He's just, he yes, plays good tennis, but he doesn't. So well. Exactly, but he makes dumb decisions. He's just dumb at times. On the right. court as well. Right. Especially that, that, yeah. that first that first round match against Marcos Giron. I'm glad he got through that, but it made mm-hmm. me look, I mean, the second and third rounds, you know, were a lot, a lot more, uh, easily handled by him, but he's he has. I mean that that matchup against Lyabich, like you were saying, I still think he gets through it. I think, but maybe a possible five setter, poss- possibly. Mm-hmm. Look, I need for uh, <laughs> I need for Dujan right now to be on the phone with Djokovic, being like, okay, what I need to do, right? <laughs> what I need to do. I mean, just, I mean, just like uh, they were saying, uh, I guess Cam Nori hollered at uh, Andy Murray about what he should do with uh against Nadal. I don't uh, know if he was listening, but you know Well who's gonna tell Dimitrov that, what to do against team tonight? Because I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well but let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. If if there was an opportunity for yeah. Dimitrov to win, and he does own by I think one victory their head to head. This is the surface. Yeah, this and is this the is the surface. That's this true. This fast surface it gives an advantage to Dimitrov. So I'm not saying Dimitrov's going to win, but I I think the conditions are are, are prime for him. And he does come in pressure in, in the legs because uh right. team just played that five sitter against Kyrgios and uh uh wait, why did I just blank on his name? Uh Dimitrov got a uh, got a retirement a pretty easily. That's right. right from Bustle from yeah. right. Bustle, yeah. And and although I feel like walkovers are not good early in a third tournament, round, I'll take it. When you when you get the mid to late, right? You good? That's I'll a good. Thing. It. Those are blessings. Those are blessings. Absolutely, exactly. So, well, you know, Miles. Any other final comments you wanted to make about you know the the tournament? Um, watch watch out for my girl Mert the flirt in that top section of the women. Yes, sir. She could she could possibly if it's not Rogers giving Barty some trouble, if Mertens get through that gets through that fourth round match, I would expect Mertens and Barty to play a real a real tight one as well. That that first that that, that top half of the women's draw, I mean, if anybody but Svitolina could probably make the final. <laughs> oh, you wrong for that. And you hey, know, I'm just saying. And I want to remind our listeners that and at first I, I laughed it off, but now I gotta take it a little more seriously. Remember, Paul predicted that Mugova was going to make the finals. Ooh, did he, he really? Did. Yeah. He went out there. He yeah. did. And He's not wrong. He, yeah. Well, it, it may not be so far out there now yeah, that she's, not. In the, she's in the fourth round and it's a fairly open section of the draw. So, you know, speaking um, of, I, I guess one thing I wanted to say, 
Speaking of Muhova, I just thought about this. Christopher really uh-huh. should be somewhere with a towel over her head. Boy. She should really be ashamed. <laughs> she should. She really should be ashamed. Yeah. I, I, the, the door for her to like really come up and get a Grand Slam trophy is just about as close as I ever think it's going to get. I've been I don't, telling I don't, y'all. Yeah, she she it, in that no. same group with Kerber and all those people mm-hmm. that clowned in that kind of like funny window time. Period. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, pretty she, over she's for her. not. Yeah. Right. I, I think so. I agree with you because, like I said, her game just has not been impressing me, and she's not stepping up when when the opportunity presents itself. So yeah, yeah. she'll win every other WTA 500 tournament, but when it gets to a Grand Slam, that third or fourth round comes around, and she just starts shaking. That's and right. Not bending those knees, and that's just, you know, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> Ain't going to get it. That's right. Um, and there's one other kind of thing that I want to have people look out for. I kind of got my fingers crossed for. And I know we don't talk a whole lot of doubles, but we had Makoko. That's right. Uh, Katie McNally and uh, Coco Golf. They took out the number six seed, uh, Bethany Maddox Sands and Dabrowski. Mm-hmm. So. I would be very satisfied if Mikoko could somehow get them a Grand Slam title in doubles. Oh, I sure agree. Completely you know, agree. Uh, Nick Monroe and Francis Tiafo are actually still in the men's doubles. They play round three against two players I've never heard of. So, you know, hey. Well, might, and they had a great a win. One too. They had mm-hmm. a great win against Shapovalov and um, uh, Pospisil. Yeah, that's right. not a bad win at all. If, if if I if I if I look at that on paper, I take Shapovalov and Pospisil all day long. Yeah, I agree. Sure, I agree. Sure thing. Um, Not Nick Monroe and Tiafoe you know, in doubles, no. Yeah, and I like the fact that Nick Monroe is taking kind of like a mentoring type yes, of uh, position with with Tiafo, and I think that's what he really needs. Yep, and, I would agree. Uh, and uh, so hopefully, you know, we'll start to see them bear some fruits out of that um, out of that relationship. Did y'all see Tiafos basically stop the whole uh, match looking for that vibration dampener? <laughs> Did yes. he really? Yeah. I missed that. I, I, an, another another knock under his under his maturity when it comes to right. like, playing on the biggest stages. Why are you worried about that when you have seventeen rackets in your bag and about seventeen hundred dampeners? If you don't go grab exactly. some new one, right, exactly. I know he was all on Djokovic's side of yes. the tour, looking up with him, looking all up on the platforms and all that. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we do because we only got one dampener, right? <laughs> right, but I'm. A, I'm assuming he got a bag of them in his bag, right? For free from the Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know what? Them old habits die hard. You over there basically playing patty cake with Djokovic in the middle of the match. No. No, sir. Right. Right. (laughs) He'll get it together eventually, though. He'll get it together. Right. I agree. Well, Miles, thank you for coming up again and sharing, uh, you know, your thoughts with us. Um, Anytime. We're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Always. and and once again, to our listeners, uh, you know, if you want to have this opportunity while we're recording one of our episodes to come up, join us, uh, give us your input, your thoughts, engage with us. We love to have it. So the only way you can do that is if you download the Locker Room app. Um, as Isaac said in the beginning of the show, it is the place to go for sports talk. 
Um, and not just tennis. I mean, they, they have all sports across the board, but we have been using this platform specifically during the Australian Open to give daily updates and to get your guys' input and your, your thoughts and all that. So it's been uh, a wonderful time. So, Isaac, before we sign off, any final thoughts going into uh, the second week? Yes, sir. I mean, it's 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 been a great Australian Open. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the, the fans got put on lockdown. But I tell right. you what, these matches ain't on lockdown. Nope. Ooh, children, y'all need to watch the rest of this tournament because it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. So get out there, make sure you're supporting and uh, watch and enjoy. So that that's that's what I would say to folks is watch the rest of this tournament and enjoy and enjoy. And let me tell you one more thing. People continue to stay safe out there. I know we're starting to get vaccinated and all that, but, you know, we are a long way from being out here and being maskless and Mm -hmm. and not social distancing and all that. So continue to hold that line because it'll be worth it once we get to be like in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Speak on it. That clearly knew what they were doing um, in this pandemic. Uh, But you know what? We have an opportunity to catch up as well. So with that, all of you be safe. We'll be checking in with you every day for the rest of this week at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time for a daily update on Locker Room. So join us there. And if you can't uh, join us during those updates, we will be recording next Monday our wrap-up episode here on Locker Room at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. So everyone be safe. This has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Take care. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.